At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I'll get your fucking skirt off and chug that fucking beer, dude. Yeah. Let's get this fucking show on the road, bud. Come on, guy. Wrong, he didn't care. but he doesn't care. He didn't care. Here's a man who. You're You're now rocking with the best. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast, and here's your host, Eric Zane. All right, welcome in. A little bit of a, uh, uh, I, I don't know, I think I, I, I don't know what happened to me last night. I, uh, boy, completely uh zonked i was complaining yesterday about oh my god i'm ex- i'm exhausted i'm gonna take a nap did i no no because i'm an american and i work my ass off uh, ass off is relative it's not like you know climbing ladders digging ditches or anything like that but it does get pretty uh Pretty monotonous when you're in the same room uh, for all hours of the day. You become institutionalized. Like Brooks from Shawshank. When when your work is finally done, you feel like you should be back in here. Okay? Uh, Jason Mays, who is in the live chat. He says, you put the Amsoil logo on TC Paintball Thursdays ad. Nope, that is not true. What I did was I partnered with TC Paintball. If you knew anything about anything other than uh, cable television and Amsoil, you would understand there was several businesses involved in that ad. TC Paintball was one of them. So get over yourself. And besides, nobody cares. Are you trying to insinuate Mays, who's begging for 600 seconds, that I was so out of it that I didn't even know the difference between TC Paintball and JM Synthetics? Is that what you're attempting to do? Why don't you just sit back and enjoy your uh, cup of coffee with no doubt tons of alcohol in it and enjoy your day and let Eric do the show. Wait, you know, are you are you already if anybody asks Zane why are you in such a shitty mood already? Uh, look no further than Jason Mays, who is quietly but surely and not even quietly, slowly but surely becoming the new uh show bitch. 
I have no, and it's always a dude. Again, another example. It's always a dude. It's never a lady anymore. It was Amanda for one period of time, but uh, she has cleaned that up. It's always these, these needy, childlike men. What is your problem? Everything has to be a complaint. If it's not Dirk, it's Bleeding Heart Brian. If it's not Kenny, it's Maze. Ugh. Anyway. Uh, the day winds down. You know, you're here for so many damn hours. And it just, it kind of, it, it, it messes with you. It, it gives me an idea. Boy, I've been in this room for, for this long uh, today or whatever. Uh, and, and it's like, I cannot imagine being a person who has to spend the rest of their life in prison. Isn't that crazy thing that the only thing you have to do for the remainder of your life is sit in a cell. Seriously. Uh, I would rather them kill me than do that. Holy crap. If anybody thinks that, oh yeah, prison, they're, they're too easy on them. No way. No way. That's fucking terrible. Uh, Terry is in the house too. He's also one uh, show bitch before I believe, but welcome to you all. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, Kevin Kuyper is banished to the dormer above the garage. Yeah, that's, that's not, I wouldn't suggest that what I'm doing here is my, is banishment to the dormer above the garage. It sounds insulting. Uh, I enjoy doing what I do. You little shit. Do you guys start the show? And like, here I am. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to keep it positive today. I'm not going to let these jackasses get me down in any way, shape or form. Uh, not Kevin Kuyper, another Kuyper. Oh, well, but, uh, at the same time, I'm like, uh, you know, I, I, I want to keep the momentum going and, and keep a nice positive vibe here. And you guys are already uh, knifing me again. Don't worry, I'll get you. But in all seriousness, uh, so glad you guys are here. This is a daily show brought to you or coming to you from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. It's a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. And I have so much to talk about today. My God, I'm just looking at this, this laundry list of things going on. It's like never, ever do we run short of things to talk about. So that is, uh, that is fantastic. Um, today is the day that my son Jim and his fiance, Aubrey, get married. I talked about this a little uh a little bit yesterday, it got me off on a tangent about my growing up with my son and the uh, things that uh, went on in this household. But um, I think the biggest thing about Jim is it was such a, um, you know, when, you, when you're raising your kids, you're like, okay, there's going to come a time where um, as he finishes high school, then he's off to college. And then, um, well, he's going to find his way. And then, I mean, that's the traditional way that that has been discussed many times you know you, you meet someone nice you uh, and then off you go and then you two make a life for each other and it's uh, that's the traditional route that um you almost like um anticipate well it didn't go like that at all uh for jim and aubrey um and the one thing that i'll never forget when 
My son became a father at age 17 or 18 when he was still in high school. Um, was I was like, oh, well, you know, I, I feel like I'm still raising him. And in a sense, I was. I go, I feel like I'm still raising him. And now all of a sudden I've gone from not raising him to to uh, him raising a child. And it's like, well, I, I mean, it just felt weird to me. So um, truth be told, Diana and I, and we, we kind of went kicking and screaming into the relationship. Jim and Aubrey having children. We were constantly uh, uh, fighting with Aubrey and then by extension, Jim. And then somehow in the last year and a half, it just, Anything that we were pissed off about or it just, everything stopped. Everything in terms of, uh, um, you know, not understanding where they're coming from. I don't know. It was just, it was like, it was like a light switch. We all just started getting along better. And thank God. So today is the day that Jim and Aubrey finally get married. Something to be said for a simple wedding too. Because he says, yeah, uh, hey, dad, he sends me a text. He goes, hey, dad, uh, we're going we're gonna to get married. Oh, okay. You know, no big deal. You know, I mean, nowadays, uh, anytime you look at Facebook, there's uh, a guy on one knee, and then there's 35 uh, photographers around, video, drone shot. It's on the local news. Um. 8,000 pictures of uh, her standing next to him with the ring. You know, she said yes. Huge, huge deal. Uh, Just to arrange the engagement, the engagement uh, proceedings. That alone has a price tag, probably. Get all those people there. Oh, my God. It's a pain in the ass. What a fucking nightmare. Um. And then you have the wedding planning, which I, I honestly really think you should. Get, you, everybody should get a wedding planner if you're ever getting married, um, especially the first one because you know it's got to be a big deal. It can't just be a simple, uh, simple deal. It's got you got to spend a ton of money. That wedding, the Chaldean wedding that I went to um, last weekend, was over one hundred thousand dollars for that wedding. The money. Um, yeah, I, I think just cause what they're doing is they're going to the courthouse. Some guy's going to come walk. Some judge is going to come walking out, probably just sentence a bunch of these Ottawa County losers to life in prison. And he's going to come out all pissed off smoke, hanging out of his mouth, a uh, glass of whiskey. All right, let's do this. Put your hand on the Bible. Boom. All right, man, wife, kiss, get out of here. That's it. In and out, three minutes. And then they're married. Uh, I don't think Jim took the day off work last night, and I don't think that he's taking the, uh, a day off work today. It's go get married, go to Mr. Burger, eat a shrimp basket, go home. That's it. On with life. Something to be said about that. This fits. Par for the course. Aubrey is very much doesn't really like a big deal made and does not dig a ton of people. And um, so that being said, 
this is the way they want it. And so I, uh, like I indicated yesterday on the show, I, uh, I don't ask questions anymore. I'm always just like, Hey, you want to come over? And it's either yay or nay, or, and it, it seems like more and more often they've been coming over and I'm just very, very happy about that. And, uh, we had a great, great time, uh, last weekend going to see, um, going to that wedding and just, I mean, everything is freaking coming up roses. I'm just so happy. Excellent. The uh, Twitch live stream is brought to you, of course, by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid. Thank you to them for being part of this. You can follow me um, on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page, also brought to you by Irvine's. Uh, while I'm at it, Twitter, follow me on Twitter at Eric Zane Show, brought to you by Blue Frost IT and the almighty YouTube. Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Follow the channel. Bell notification. Thumbs up button. Off you go. Brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance. The almighty Frank Foss. Uh, if you don't know, if you're listening to the audio podcast that I post later that I want you to subscribe to wherever you download audio podcasts, uh, do know that the show is live uh, Monday through Friday on Twitch at 8 a.m. So thank you so much, Twitch dot com or twitch.tv slash eric zane live okay uh yesterday the ben and eric patreon podcast went down again uh another great time an epic edition of bet on ben oh my god uh this went uh down to the wire uh, i don't want to spoil it for you i will post the audio of that a little bit later on and uh, you can, of course, if you are a $10 Patreon monthly member, uh, you can watch the replay of that. Uh, as always, a good time. We had a lot of people in there, so uh, uh, thanks. And by the way, Amanda's no longer blocked. Amanda, you are unblocked. I fa- Thank you. It, was, it seems so simple when you guys explain it to me. But I, I blocked her on YouTube accidentally when I wanted to give her a timeout uh, weeks ago. And she's like, yeah, I, I want to participate. I was like, well, sorry, you can't. You're blocked. She goes, well, you can unblock me. I go, how? And she goes, well, there's got to be a way. I go, no, there's, there's not. And I never looked. I have no idea. And then in an instant, somebody said, hey, look, dude, there's a link right here. Click on it and unblock. I'm like, oh, boy. So she's unblocked. All right. Yesterday, I wanted to show you uh, the NFK scaring the shit out of me. And boy, did I screw that up. Okay. I think I got it this time. All right. I was uh, reading the email between me and the Nigerian warlord who's trying to scam my money, who still, as of this moment, is still trying to scam me. And then the NFK walked in behind me. I played this on Patreon yesterday. I'm sorry, on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast yesterday. And I also posted it. So a lot of you have seen it, but it's worth, it's worth looking at again. Look at that. This is so much easier now. Okay. This is, uh, this is it with audio of the NFK scaring the hillbilly shit out of me. This is so great. How do you feel about my commitment to children and bestiality video? Look at that. Sign Kenny. Isabella wrote back, sorry, due to latest privacy issues. By company, we are not allowed to talk with clients on voice calls or video calls. Of I, I, how, the amount of time that he is waiting for me 
he's just standing there staring at me again it looks like a like a horror film a serial killer staring at me getting ready to kill me and then this question please leave a message thank you i hope you understand that no problem isabella what nigerian scam warlord do you operate under have you ever lived in a home with a dirt floor signed kenny after that isabella then responded this is the number of our company manager james please contact there all right wow <laughs> oh they are you scared the hell out of me <laughs> that's all right buddy okay uh could you do me a favor just let them in i did and then uh so they're going after it oh god oh yeah there you go holy shit god um what a moment that was. I did not expect that. Uh, can't drop the E out of you, says I am officially not loving Twitch. I never get any notifications, even though I have them set up. Uh, meanwhile, if you back up to when this started, the tarantula farmer says Twitch is much better at pushing notifications. One of you is doing something right. The other, I think it's a you problem. I don't know. Uh, I, uh, I, I can't help you. Uh, when he plays uh, videos like this, is the audio almost inaudible for other people too? Or is it just me? I don't know. Sounded good on my end. So there you go. I uh, wanted you to see that. The NFK invading the Eric Zane Show podcast. I want you to go to Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I do the uh, daily Patreon bonus podcast there. I'll do it again today, last one of the week. Uh, always, uh, always a good time. And uh, 15 plus hours of content on the Patreon. So if you like the free one, for God's sake, add this to your viewing slash listening. Because a lot of you are like, hey, man, a couple hours a day on the audio free podcast or the uh, Twitch podcast. It's like uh, there's still plenty of time in the day uh, for more material. So, um, I mean, I've got uh, more listening time. What do you got for me? So patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The daily podcast is there. Also, uh, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, the Insane Asylum. I just published another edition of that yesterday. Lost Zane Recordings. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, all there for you on Patreon. Try it out for a month. If you don't like it, well, then whatever. You're out only five bucks or 10 bucks. But if you like it, let it ride or convert it to a yearly, and then uh, I'll save you 10%. Okay. Uh, dumpster divers invite you to reach out to them when you need one. 616 375 9962. Uh, Kyle and Emilio, not black Emilio, uh, want you to call upon them. Their dumpsters are priced lower than everybody else's in the uh, community. 616-375-9962. They also do demo work. Uh, if you have a, uh, if you're a contractor or whatever in construction, you want a room cleared, get rid of all the drywall, get rid of the shingles, whatever the hell it is. Uh, they will take care of that for you. Call or text for an estimate. A and E heating and cooling. 
invite you to call upon them at 616-516-8579 if you uh, need a uh, furnace tune-up or cleaning. And, you, well, if you haven't had it done in the past year, well, then you do. Uh, don't let this slide. Make it a priority. If you've uh, done this in the past, do it again. Once a year, you should have that furnace checked. 616-516-8579 for A&E heating and cooling. Okay. Uh, as always, I encourage emails <clears throat> with fee- uh, feedback uh, for the show. Not the uh, uh, fucking bleeding heart Brian emails. Which, uh, boy, I wonder if I can get this. This is a good update. Mm, Let's see. Okay, this saga went on for a long time. It all started with uh, Brian, Bleeding Heart Brian, uh, reaching out to me with a devastating email. Okay? And, um... I'm not. I'm going to spare you all the uh, uh, background. No, I actually. I think I. I think I. Uh, I think I actually need to give you the background. Uh, doing this show, it's been pretty much uh, wash, rinse, repeat every day uh, for nearly three years, and uh, I don't know where this came from. I don't know how it unfolded. I think he claims it unfolded because Mike Ball interacted with a listener and um and the guy said hey uh i i I saw that you kicked zane's ass in that half marathon yeah yeah i did he sucks he's fat he's ugly yeah i listened to him but i don't like it when he gets political and uh, i'm like on the show i mentioned that i go well first of all i don't really get political uh it's not a politics show if something's in the news like i'll talk about it hell we just spent significant time talking about sleepy joe falling asleep which, by the way, is the funniest damn thing of all the things to happen. The fact that it's a good thing his nickname isn't Jack Off Joe or something like that. Because what if that came to fruition? But the fact that they call him Sleepy Joe and he actually fell asleep in front of, you know, the world is one of the funnier things I've seen. Absolutely fantastic. I loved that so much. I would have fallen asleep too, by the way. The only person I wouldn't have fallen asleep to would have been if that little bitch Greta Thunberg was screaming at me. Now, that would have been entertaining. I would not have fallen asleep if Greta Thunberg was there doing her uh, fucking dramatic temper tantrum shit that she does. But anyway, I digress. Um, the only reason why I'm reading this is for people who don't know. Some of you, it's just going to piss you off all over again. Uh, Bleeding Heart Brian, who was a huge ally and dare I say friend. I would just call him out of the blue just to say hi. True story. So he takes it upon himself to write, Eric, this is going to be some harsh but needed criticism. And the fucking stones on this guy and the gall and nerve to throw it out there like this is beyond comprehension. Uh, none of you would do this. Some of you, I mean, the, all you folks, if there, if I do something that you don't like, you just shrug, roll your eyes, and say, ah, oh, what an idiot. You would never, ever dream of doing this because you have fucking common sense. Brian is so entitled. This is what he wrote. Um, The whole segment with Cardiff flopped. I skipped ahead to get through it. At the end of the show, you were calling the audience butthurt. It was terrible. If your show uh, relied upon that kind of content, I wouldn't listen. 
You call out Freebird Hot Wings for being lazy with their content, yet many days you seemingly rely on the comment section of your live stream for content. You call out Opie for bantering and ridiculing his audience, yet you have full conversations with audience members in the live stream, and then you ban them for 300 seconds. If you must rely on the conversation in the live stream for content, how is that not being lazy? How is what you do with telling the audience members off and making them eat 300 seconds any different than Opie? You were at one point able to go entire shows without interacting with the audience and made it entertaining. But now, let me just stop that thought right there. I love interacting with the audience. I love busting balls. I love it when dumb shits like Jason Mays annoy the shit out of me and I have to rub his nose in it. That, to me, is enjoyable. I like that. It was a time when I wasn't capable of doing that, but well, we got it down, man. So what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, as someone who rarely gets the show live, it's hard to listen when you have to listen to those conversations taking place. And it almost feels to me as though I cannot listen live and be a part of that. Well, all right, you know what to do. It sh- uh, I shouldn't listen at all. It's more of a live conversation that I or those that listen can't take part. So basically, this guy's making decisions for all of you and basically saying, I need to change everything that I've been doing based on his one opinion, which is absolutely ludicrous. Who the fuck do you think you are? There used to be coverage of multiple stories on various topics with hilarious yet thought out viewpoints. Now we get one story from the news, Brady Bunch happenings in the household. That really pissed me off because I love sharing shit about my family and a pothead who is not interesting. He's talking, I'm talking about Kyle. Uh, It's all time fillers because apparently you can't find or don't want to drum up something to talk about. I hope this helps understand why others might be approaching other audience members. Now, I thought that was all. um, uh, He spent a lot of time thinking about that. And, you know, he was serious. Absolutely serious. So. I responded with, well, no offense, but I do the show because it's fun. I enjoy interacting. Uh, when the comments are fun or something I can play off of, those moments are different than what you're describing, not at all the same. I have the ability to discern what I want to voice. As for your opinions, they're just that. I can take it or leave it. Your opinion matters the same as an opinion uh, to someone who likes the content. Some people liked it, some people didn't. That's it. No big deal. I wanted to try something different. It was the one time I did it with an untested bit of content. Some would argue that makes me different. In a nutshell, I do what I want on the show because I find it fun. If you don't like it, there's nothing I can do about that. I don't do this simply to uh, kiss individual people's ass. So if you're hell-bent on putting me in my place, there's the door. Congrats, you've pissed me off. I'm happy to read your overly sensitive bullshit. Enjoy the day, but fuck off. And then he responds to me right away um, with... All right. Uh, well, more of more of that. Um, and then a day or two passes. And then I actually responded on the podcast with a big rant, beating him up. And then he sends me a long, uh, a long kiss. Goodbye. I wish you and your family nothing but success. Blah, blah, blah. No, no need to refund on Patreon. I paid for those uh, shows. If you ever feel like you'd like to put this behind us. And understand where I'm coming from. I'd welcome that dialogue privately. You know where to reach me if necessary. And I wrote, well, no, I said what I wanted to say. Again, if you don't like something about me or the show, see yourself out. Left it alone. Then this dummy waits a few more days. You haven't heard this. And I've, I've sat on it like, ah, well, how do I want to handle this? And now I'm like, ah, fuck it. I don't give a shit. He writes to 
kind of apologize, but not really. This guy cannot get out of his own way, and everything's a huge, drawn-out, big deal. All right, again, none of you would ever dream of doing this. The the nerve of someone to think that they have so much, uh, you know, importance to, uh, to uh, you know, uh, talk to me in the way that they do. So this is a sorry, not sorry. This is exactly what this is. You're going to love this. Holy shit. Um, hold on a second. The uninteresting pothead crack was kind of funny. Yeah, maybe. But um, uh, I don't think he was intending to be funny. Uh, here's, here's what he wrote. Subject line, waving the white flag. I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe he's uh, he wants to uh, flush this all and with the short, hey, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I'm really sorry about that. Now, if that happened, I would be like, uh, hey, I accept that apology, um, but I don't know if things are going to be the same. Uh, you're, you're welcome to enjoy whatever you want, but I'm probably not going to be reaching out to you or anything like that. I, I mean, forgive, yes. Forget, it'll take a little time, but all right, great. Listen to this shit. I'm writing this to hopefully, Eric, I'm writing this to hopefully settle the score and the rift between us that I created. First off, I'll address my original email. I'm like, okay, this is it. I'm not sorry for sending that email. (laughs) What are you doing? That's the one thing that pissed me off. And the first, second line is, I'm not sorry I sent that email. Well, why, why, why are you wasting your time with this? <laughs> that's, that's, that's the only thing I'm pissed about. That's the one thing that I wrote specifically, you have pissed me off. Uh, I am, however, listen to this non-apology. You ever hear somebody say, I'm sorry if you're offended? Listen to this. I am sorry for it being poorly worded comma I'm sorry for it being received wait a minute I am however sorry for it being poorly worded comma received and handled so that's saying it was poorly received and poorly handled that could be one of many things but I know for sure when you're saying it was poorly received I'm sorry it was poor poorly received that's not an apology so you basically said, I'm not sorry I sent it, and I'm sorry that you took it wrong. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. I'm even more pissed now with this. He uh, tries this one. I intended that I intended that email to be a troll that expanded on your calling out of audience members for being pussies. And not addressing issues they had with the show directly with you. Yeah, that's very convenient. That is not at all what you were, you were doing. I don't believe any of that. You just felt like you had to be heard. And you just felt like I, give, like I actually give a shit. That's hilarious. You had indicated someone approached Mike Ball about something on the show. And I did not intend for it to lead to where we are today. 
I should have never replied with my follow-up email, and for that I am sorry. I was thrown off with the aggressive response to my initial email. Remember, I told him to fuck off and felt I needed to quickly and aggressively respond. To be transparent, uh, I've been dealing with some issues in my life, as uh, many of us are, and led me to personally attack you in that second email. What? So because you're whatever, broke, or your wife's cheating on you, or your uh, kids think you're an asshole, or you're an asshole, that caused you to respond the way that you did to me. Fuck you. What an excuse. I feel you have the talent to be as popular and successful as Joe Rogan. Shut up. You're a great interviewer, storyteller, and you have an incredible ability to paint a picture of a situation, story, or person you may be talking about. Well, congratulations. I'm talking about you. And they're all painted a picture of you. By the way, I didn't respond to this. I just ignored it. And I I didn't even plan on talking about it until it just popped into my head now. So who gives a shit? I don't give a fuck. The move to Twitch shows you recognize you have the ability to reach a broader audience and the desire to do so. I applaud you for that, Eric. And I think this will be a great move for expansion of the show. I, I hope you're able to use your resources and abilities to land some bigger interviews to propel the show to the next level fucking nerve of this guy i do feel there are better opportunities to grow the show i just don't feel like uh, bits like cardiff and weekly segments with kyle are it just my lowly opinion no you think very highly of your opinion that's why you're taking the time to write me no one does this uh about the worst i'll ever get is dirk saying this sucks fuck you which is cool i can totally get that Oh, my God. Um, Chris writes, what a boob. Sarah writes, don't respond. No, this is my only response. This guy, he's probably watching right now. Kenny says, this guy makes me look good. True. You are are nothing compared to Bleeding Heart Brian. Um, I fucking... I really liked this guy. I enjoyed the dialogue. I love the dialogue with every single one of you, even Dirk, who's a pain in the ass. Okay. But, oh my God. Chris writes, does he run a podcasting empire? Doubling and tripling down on telling you how to do it. Yep. He's not done. Uh, Unbelievable uh, uh, view of himself. Lastly, I'm being completely honest with you here, Eric. In the recent months, I found myself skipping through portions of the show when I never used to. For me, it's bits similar to those mentioned above. I just don't find them interesting or compelling. So basically, he he uh he pisses me off. We I end the relationship. He ends the relationship. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Fuck fuck it. You know. And then he he then responds with another email and then another email where he says, I'm not sorry for anything. And oh, by the way, here's more of what I said earlier. Yeah. And you've heard me say many times, you don't ever need to waste any time doing this. It's a, it's, I'm doing you a service by encouraging you not to write me long, long kiss goodbye emails. It, I, the show takes me where the show takes me. It's all, it's not, anything more than that the day that i have to uh, worry about what i say is the day that the show is done the show is bigger now right this very second than it ever 
has been right this second. It has been a consistent rise and it has all been through a trial and error and error, figuring out what works, what I enjoy, what I'm comfortable saying. That's it. And I'm very, very lucky to have people to give a shit. So you trying to drag me down with what you have never done this. You have never, ever at any one point done this. You are a listener. Okay. You are not a creator and I just throw it out there. And if I like it, then I'm going to keep doing it. And I've made that very clear to everybody. And if you're not interested anymore, that's okay. You just leave. You don't have to do this. I'm, I'm saving you time. It's no hard feelings. Fuck. I used to have uh, twice as many people on Patreon. People come and go. They get tired. They move on. That's a thing. Do you think fucking Henry Winkler is writing letters to people or are crying about pe- people who don't watch fucking Happy Days reruns anymore? Of course not, you stupid fuck. He realizes that people move on. You gain people, you lose people. That's how it works. Holy shit. Um, okay. I don't find this interesting or compelling. For me, once I lose interest in a portion of the show, I seem to zone out for the rest of the show. I do enjoy audience participation on certain things. Nick, Dirk, Kenny, Dean, and the others all have great things to contribute. Well, now I know you're crazy because they don't. They all have great things to contribute to the show from time to time. Oh, God. Everything you say is wrong. None of those losers have ever said anything great. You asshole. For example, if you're talking something related to law uh, law enforcement and you call on Jason Schaefer for his view on the topic, it's great. Yeah, well, okay, that's one little segment. But, okay, this isn't the Jason Schaefer show. So I'm not going to go to the audience to be experts on this shit. It happens from time to time if I feel like it or if I happen to think about it, you idiot. I don't always agree. But I appreciate the perspective he presents in those scenarios. Okay, so Jason, I got to I got to put you on the payroll here. Jason Schaefer is my new sidekick. We're going to talk cop stories every single fucking day. It's when the comments go down the road of a full-fledged conversation and you seemingly trying to make sense of it and interject that gets me. It stalls the momentum of the show for me. Well, okay, great. Occasionally that happens. I'll admit that. But more often than not, it leads to something fun. Uh, For what it's worth coming from me, I feel like the Patreon is better suited for the -the on-the-fly conversational banter with the audience. And as for me seemingly attacking your stories about the family matters, I was not. I was trolling you. Yeah, anybody who says that after they give you a big fucking punch in the nose and they get their nose rubbed and shit, all they say is, yeah, I was just trolling. No big deal. That happens all the fucking time. I do that. If I piss somebody off, I'm going to use that excuse. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, you didn't like it when I said you're a degenerate fucking asshole? Oh, yeah, I was just trolling. I I, I didn't really mean that. That's what a child would say. Um, I, I love the stories about Diana, the dogs, and the kids, and, of course, Meathead. Some of the NFK was a little much, uh, but it's those times I understand. It's part of your life story, and I've grown to appreciate all you do for him and others for that matter. What, what an idiot in closing i'd like to say i hope someday you can look past this moment 
I also understand you're not obligated to, and I'll have to learn to accept that if that's the case. I've always admired the good you do for the community, the audience, your sponsors, and of course, the family. I've always respected and appreciated your opinion on issues, whether I agreed or not. Thanks for the many laughs and memories of Bleeding Heart, Brian. What a twat. Can you believe this guy? Kenny writes, man, and I thought I was long-winded. Corey writes, I was just joking. God. Man. Well, there you go, Bleeding Heart Brian. I I hope that um, uh, settles it for you. You are officially more of a twat now than you were the last time you wrote one of your stupid fucking emails. Go be miserable on your own. You are the all-time worst. Every single person on this show hates you. Man. Ugh. Yeah, hey, I just wanted to uh, let you know that I'm not sorry for what I sent you. In fact, here's more information about how I feel about how I'm not sorry. Why, why do you... Okay, this is why you're a loser. Because you spend hours upon hours crafting emails like that. Go live your fucking life. Leave me alone. Now, with every good, there's bad. Uh, I should say with every bad... Uh, There's good. I screwed that up. Parker writes this. This is concerning a comment that I made the other day. Um, I take it back. I have to sit on this. I cannot read this email. Because this person asked me not to say their name. So I am not going to read this. Boy, I feel like an asshole. I can promise you, um, because this person listens two days after, because he catches up on the audio podcast. He probably just pissed himself because he said, oh, no, he used my name. Don't worry. I'm not going to read it. Because at the end of it, it says, please don't use my name if you decide to share this. I am so sorry. Well, um, I'll have to come back to that on a later time when it's a little bit more murky or perhaps on the Patreon. But I don't want to. I don't want to break the trust. That would be terrible. Sorry. It's a little blue ball for you. Uh, Let's talk. Let's talk something that's making me happy. So happy. Happy, happy, happy. Can you guess what I'm happy about today? Hey, hey, hey. Can you guess? Can you guess? Can you guess what I'm happy about? Can you guess what I'm happy about? Can you guess what I'm happy about? Mandates, 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 mandates. Come in, mandate, mandates, mandates. You're gonna get a mandate, gonna get, gonna get a mandate, gonna get your, get your mandate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your ass vaccinated. Get your ass vaccinated. I am so happy that you stubborn motherfuckers are uh well boy this is gonna put a a real uh, a crimp in your plans isn't it 85 million americans 85 stubborn motherfuckers 
are now faced with a little bit of a wrinkle in the plan, aren't you? Uh, you thought that you had it all covered. All you had to do was go, nope, I'm not going to do it. And uh, you could uh, sidestep the thing that uh, everybody knows deep down is absolutely good for you. And that is a vaccine. And you stubborn motherfuckers have continued to go, nope, I'm a patriot. Blah, blah, blah. I have rights. I'm a blah, 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 blah. All right. Uh, uh, well, the, the uh, requirement now is if you work for a company, 100 people and over, Dean, don't worry. Uh, uh, you're not included in this. Uh, uh, working under the table, feeding a horse uh, doesn't qualify you for getting the uh, mandate, but that's okay. Well, we'll pick up the last scragglers uh, further on down the road. All right. But for all of you other hard-headed morons, oh boy, what the fuck are you going to do? Here's how it is. In Michigan, this is going to affect 2 million workers. 2 million of you stubborn shitheads. And for the rest of the people around the country, it's totaling 84 million of you are going to be affected. So if you work for a company that has more than 100 people in it, guess what? you have to get vaccinated. If you don't, you have to get tested every week. And if you don't do that, your employer is going to be fined. Big fucking money. You can't be fired for it. But you know what? If I have a company with 101 people and some stupid shit named Dean works there and he gets me a fine of $14,000 because his stubborn ass won't get either vaccinated or refuses to a weekly test or refuses to wear a mask. Oh, you better damn well be sure. I'm going to establish a paper trail on this dick and he's going to be out before you fucking know it. So this is sweet. I am so stoked about this. Okay, so this is an MLive story. It's uh, based in Michigan, but it, it applies everywhere. So all you jackasses, uh, uh, some of you are like, oh, we don't qualify, we don't qualify. Uh, hang on a second, relax. And before you dicks get all have a temper tantrum with your old pal Eric Zane, just know that half the audience is pumping their fists going, yes, it's about time. Thank God. All right, and I'm with them. I've been, I have been, uh, been very clear where I've stood on this from the very beginning. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration detailed how and to whom the new rule applies in the COVID-19 vaccination and testing emergency standard released on Thursday. Um, since the announcement of the mandate in September, these requirements have reduced the number of eligible un unvaccinated workers by 40%. As of Thursday, 64.1% of Michigan's population of residents, 12 or older, are fully vaccinated. The rest are dumb. 69.8% um, of the adult population is fully vaccinated. So 30.2% uh, of you are not. Like how I did that? Healthcare workers, federal contractors, and private sector employees of large companies now have a January 4th, 2022 deadline to be fully vaccinated or they will be subjected to uh, weekly testing. 
Eight of Michigan's largest health systems already have vaccine mandates. That's right. We're throwing those nurses and docs out. Get out. Get the fuck out. We don't need you anymore. So long. Ford will require 32,000 salaried employees to get the vaccine or face possible unpaid lead. Yes. The rules do not explicitly state a penalty fee, but agents may enter workplaces to check for compliance. Show me your papers. Show me your papers, sir. OSHA may fine a company $136,532 for willful or repeated violations or $14,000 for a single violation. So what are you guys going to do? I mean, seriously. Um, If your employer is faced with that, that is, uh, wow, I wish you luck. You might be, you might be in serious trouble. Um, in his initial announcement of the vaccine mandate, sleepy Joe Biden said employers with 100 or more employees would be included. That This left business owners across the state scrambling for answers on how employers would be counted and what requirements fell on the employer. Here's who will be covered by the new rules. The 100 employee threshold is based on the overall company total, not individual locations. This means, so... Um, if Patriot Nick is working at a mall kiosk called, um, MAGA gear sales in the mall, and he's selling red hats with white letters to people, but the total number of the MAGA gear sales company is 100 or more, uh, Patriot Nick would indeed be subject to the mandate. So he would have to get it or else he can't sell MAGA hats anymore. Franchises that are individually owned would count their workers separate from the franchiser. The franchiser would include corporate employees, whereas the franchisee would count employees at the individual location. Get this one. Employees who work from home or who work off-site, such as offering maintenance to customer homes, are still included in a company's count of employees. You're thinking, oh, I don't, hey, I don't, I don't go into the office. Nope. Yeah, yes, you do. You count. Part-time employees are included in the employee count. So I work for iHeartMedia. I'm going to have to prove that I uh, was vaccinated, and I can very easily do that. I keep it in my wallet. Here you go. Here's my proof because I'm a winner. I'm a champion. I am part of solving the problem. I am not an issue. I am not a troublemaker. I am not a patriot. I just want people to be alive. I just want people to not win Herman Cain awards. But all the rest of you, screw off. You are fucked. Oh, I am so happy about this. This was the best news that I got yesterday. I was like, yes. Oh, my God. I can't wait to get to the podcast. And Chris calls it. Patriot Nick working the MAGA hut. I like that better. <laughs> Woo! Dean says this mandate is coming from the dementia poster child Biden who can't stay awake. No thanks. Well, that's all right. You don't really have skin in the game, though. So uh, you you don't have to. Don't worry about it. We'll, 
we'll get you when you're sleeping in your bed. Uh, but uh, for those of you that do have skin in the game, oh, yes. Uh, uh, Dirk, not Dirk, uh, Nick says, I'm not getting it. And the more you try to force me to get it, per- pushes me from further and further from wanting to get it. I will not be forced. I will step away from a job if necessary. It doesn't scare me to not bend to coercion. Well, good news. Opportunity knocks. Oh, my God. You are a thick-skulled Neanderthal. Holy shit. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Uh, Sam, I am a goon, writes, I hear millions of guns cocking. All right. So, look. Here's how it's going to work. 84 million of you knuckle draggers. We will be able to pick off a number of you uh, with this. You know, the ones who are like, all right, okay, now you're, now it's getting too weird. I can't do this. I'm going to have to uh, bend. I'm going to have to bend the knee to Queen Cersei. And then we're going to go two shots right in the neck. Now get back to work. That's how it's going to happen. And then the rest of you, we'll get you. One by one, we're going to get you. Uh, Savage Sack Lunch writes, this is what happens when little kids don't listen. The adults have to start making rules. Brian in New Jersey, not Bleeding Heart Brian. uh, He's in Michigan. Brian in New Jersey writes, I can't wait to hear Eric complain when nothing is on store shelves, services are slowed, and he can't get what he needs to run the show because of further work shortages. Dude, I'm a, I am prepared for that. That that would make me happy as long as uh, uh, we're getting more and more people vaccinated. It, it may happen. Yes, I'm prepared for that. But at the end of the day, it's still the fault of all you idiots. All I'll do is lay blame where it's supposed to go. To Patriot Nick... And all you other dipshits who do not want to get vaccinated. Uh, did Eric scare Dirk off again? I was expecting to see 50 comments from him saying dumb shit like the CDC said the vaccines will make you grow a tail. Um, yeah, Dirk is probably pouting. He does that. He gets on the pout train from time to time because he cannot handle my savagery. Because every single time, because Dirk, he'll, he does this. He gets a bug up his ass, and then he sends me text after text, um, uh, PowerPoints about from uh, The Blaze and, um, and Alex Jones' website and whatever QAnon conspiracy sees pushing on me and other crazy shit. And I'm like, eh, yeah, dude, I don't give a shit. No, JFK Jr. is not coming back. Fuck you. So, and then I lay waste to him. And then he sends me PubMed articles and then I call him a dumb shit and then he pouts and then he vanishes from here. This is, he tries to punish me. He tries to go away, but he can't, he can't stay away because I piss him off so bad when I make so much sense about these vaccines, which you're all going to get. You're all going to get it. You see? And now this silence by you, is going to make for that, uh, that more dramatic of a scene, uh, when you return, everybody's going to go, oh, no, the prodigal son returns. 
Uh, Corey says, despite what Patriot Nick thinks, I also don't completely believe you should be forced to get the vaccine. But I think you're a stupid shit if you don't. Well, I agree with half of what you said. Nick says, not happening. Call me what you will. I don't give a shit. Your attempt at trolling is super weak. You're not dealing with gaping vag Brian here. Come on, man. What? I'm not... I'm not uh, uh, trying to get you to send me a hate letter. I'm just letting you know that this, I look, I'm just the messenger. I didn't, I didn't make it so that all of you dumb shits have to get vaccinated. 84 million people are now faced with a real, a real decision you're going to have to make here. This is serious shit. So if you're prepared to walk away just walk away, Renee. We play that on the oldie station. That Hey, that's between you and them. I'm just letting you know that this is what's coming down the pipe. Okay. Uh, you have to get all your vaccinations to live on a college campus as well. It's nothing new. That's true. You know, I mean, that's, that's all. This, is, this has been, you know happening for for decades uh we're we're starting to get long enough that people are like hey man this vaccination is 100 safe it's been proven time and again and 30 percent of uh of the country it has like no way i'm not doing it okay Let's see if there's any anything else in that article that's interesting i i can just imagine uh, uh patriot nick and, and the boss calls him and says, hey, uh, we just got a $14,000 fine because of you. Oh, man, I would. That would be. Can you please do Facebook Live, Nick, when you are uh, faced with that meeting? When when the boss says that he just got a $14,000 fine because of you, would you please live stream stream that? I want to see that. Independent contractors not included in the count. Minors are subjected to all the same standards, although they may need parental consent for vaccination or testing. Are we, I think um, we need a mandate for in order for kids to be educated. So the kids can't go to school until they're vaccinated. We just made it so that uh, the, the really young kids can get vaccinated. So let's get it, make it so that, because this is win-win. Because if you think about it, the only kids who aren't going to be vaccinated are going to be kids who have dipshit parents. So they're probably dipshit kids. And that means smaller class size, more money for those smaller classes because the ratio is down. And, uh, you know, the, the stupid kids get left behind as well as they should be. Okay. Slowly but surely, this is going to lead to an extinct, uh, an extinction of stupidity. And this, this is all good. The extinction of the stupid people is happening. Yes! <laughs> I'm so happy. Oh. Vaccination status of employees does not change in employers count. For example, if 180 of 200 employees are vaccinated, the mandate still applies. There's some more details to it. Unionized workers at companies with 100 or more employees are subject to the mandate. Uh, wasn't there something with uh, the guy who is the, uh, what is the conservative talk show host, uh, uh, last name uh, Bongino? Is that right? Is that, 
I, th- I know some of you uh, red staters listen to him. Dan, yes, that's it. Dan Bongino. He's got the weirdest looking hairline I've ever seen. Uh, he has a problem with Cumulus Radio, Dan Bongino. Because Cumulus is a radio company with more than uh, 100 employees. And so, um, what a stupid looking dude. Ugh. He, uh, he, he says, hey, I'm vaccinated, but there shouldn't be a mandate. And uh, Cumulus is, I guess, wiping people out who aren't vaccinated, which is, that's the best move they've ever made. Bongino returned to his Cumulus Media radio program Wednesday and announced he will be starting a fund to help those colleagues of his who have been let go because they wouldn't get vaccinated. I'm creating a fund for these employees who were let go in a rather pathetic, disturbing fashion, I might add, and I'm going to highlight their stories. I'm going to put $250,000 of my own own money in that fund. I'll keep you updated and show you the receipts. I owe you that. It's a very nice gesture, but I mean... uh, let me know in a year how that's working out. Um, so that's uh, kind of a big deal. Last month, Bongino declared on his program that Cumulus could either have his show or the vaccine mandate. You can't have both. Though he is vaccinated, the conservative pundit takes issue with the decree. As Inside Radio reported last month, numerous Cumulus employees have been left or let go since their mandate was made in August. So I'll say this again. I'm not going to let it go. Cumulus is going to have to make a decision with me if they want to continue this partnership or they don't. But I'm uh, talking to you on the airwaves. They don't have to let that happen. And I wouldn't mind if they didn't because it's really unfortunate that people with a lower profile than me who don't have 300 plus stations have been some summarily... How do you say that? Uh, Either shown the door or been put in really untenable circumstances because they simply wanted to make a medical decision by themselves. Well, there you go. For, uh, For this, I agree with Cumulus. I support Cumulus in letting those anti vaxxers go. All right. So, are we clear? That is a big deal. Mandates coming your way. All right. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV bringing you the Twitch stream. Their phone number is 616-532-6600. If you are in West Michigan, bang on their door to get your vehicle fixed. You'll have extra time because you won't be working. So you can finally get that car fixed. Again, don't be mad at me. I did not make the rule. Okay? I'm just a guy who wants you to stay alive. In the end, that's all that this is. I just want you alive. We have gone way past the niceties. As our great president, Sleepy Joe Biden, said, My patience is wearing thin. So go get your shot. For fuck's sake. What are you doing? 616-532-6600. While I'm at it, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, 231-332-6505. Mortgages anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, 
Alaska, and Hawaii. 231-332-6505. Thank you, Van Dyke Mortgage. And the managed IT service provider for the show. Just reminding myself, I got to pay them. I got to pay everybody. I got to pay Ben, my one employee, uh, contracted employee. And I got to pay Blue Frost IT. What I do is every month, I pay Blue Frost IT a handful of dollars. And uh, they are my insurance policy. If I get hacked, something goes wrong, my tech blows up, I call them. You can do that for your small or medium-sized business. Uh, reach out and get a quote, 616-200-8550 for Blue Frost IT. All right. Terry says, I'm happy that you're happy. We'll have to see how this plays out. Amanda says, God, that was a great Ben and Eric Patreon podcast last night. We had a ball. Holy shit. The uh, game between Ben and uh, Jason Teary, bet on Ben, alone was worth the price of admission. Concerning the last rant, Patriot Nick writes, I'm going to laugh so hard when the country shuts down because of these mandates. You see, that's the problem with you guys, people like Nick. Okay? You look into your Nick crystal ball, and you're like, this is going to happen. I have seen the future, and this is going to take place. None of you have the ability to do that. I don't. You don't. All I can do is take what I'm presented with and discern and decide and consider the possible outcome. And this is true. If you choose not to get vaccinated, these are your options. One, die. Two, horrible illness that might affect you for the rest of your life. Three, make a very bad day for your employer. Four, you'll get vaccinated. Five, you'll be tested weekly. Six, you'll be wearing a mask at work. Those are all things that will be the result of what I'm telling you now. Okay? You can't sit there and throw out Nick's crystal ball bullshit and think that you got it all figured out. Okay? You're just, uh, you know, speculating. And you're talking out of your ass. Holy shit. All right. First time chat from turn 7123 says it won't happen. I guess we're going to have to see. Uh, Brian says these are all possibilities. If you do get vaccinated too, you can still catch it. Oh, absolutely. You can still spread it. Not as bad. And you won't get as sick. You won't get as sick. You're probably not going to die. And you're probably not going to spread it as, as bad. That is a fact. Vaccination is the key. So do, are you telling me that the population is better off? If you took... Brian, you're such a dumb shit. Brian in, Brian in New Jersey. If you took 100 people and sprinkled COVID on them, 100 people who are not vaccinated and 100 people who are vaccinated, and sprinkled each group with COVID... Are you suggesting that the ones who aren't vaccinated would be better off? That's just silly, and you know that. 
Now, I want you to quit trying to uh, suggest that that group of 100 people with COVID sprinkles on them would be better off than the ones with a vaccine. Okay? Now, knock it off and quit trying to do what you're trying to do. Brian says, I am vaccinated. I just don't like forcing people to do things they don't want to do. No, we are going to force them to do what they want to do. Because if we don't, more people are going to die. What is it going to take to get that through your thick fucking head? You fucking knuckle dragger. Jesus. Holy shit. Quit being dumb. My God. <sighs> Brian says, I love you. And I love you too. I love all of you guys. I hope you don't take any of this personal. I'm just looking out for you. The last thing I want is you guys to have something bad happen. And then, like I said, I'm at the funeral and then all those people are crying. And then me, a dumb shit shows up and uh, throws a hand grenade into the coffin. Okay. They are dying at much lower numbers compared to the unva- the unvaccinated. By the way, you see this logo? It says Amsoil Jason Mays. That actually was done on my iPhone, just taking a picture of the decal. It looks awesome. Sam I am a goon, says, hey, Zane, let's go tour the area hospitals and see just how bad it is. You know, the empty ERs around here are really struggling with the Rona. So are you suggesting that your walk through the hospital is all it's going to take to reinforce to you that you don't need a vaccination? Oh, forget the last two years. Let's go on a field trip to the hospital. Holy shit. What the fuck is wrong with you? All right. I have an update on Henry Ruggs III. Uh, This was the guy who slammed his Corvette Stingray at 156 miles an hour into the back of that lady in Las Vegas. The thing blew up, caught on fire. She's in there with her dog, and then that's it. Well, there is uh, there there is some footage that exists of him on the side of the road crying. This is horrible. Video. I'll link it up in the show notes of the uh, of the podcast, the audio podcast, and I'll put it on the website ericsinshow.com. Video shows Henry Ruggs sobbing at Las Vegas crash site as the victim's car burns. Oh no! Oh my God! Shit, you know that there's got to be actual video of the impact here. I mean, my God. Uh, Former NFL first-round draft pick Henry Ruggs III. And by the way, this happened. uh, He got shit-faced at the Top Golf in Vegas. And I just heard from Megan from Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid. They happened to be at the Top Golf yesterday hitting balls. That's where the guy was. 
And she goes, yeah, uh, we got an Uber. Of course, you have sense. Um, he was in, in, the, in the clip. He's, he's sitting in the street with the girlfriend sitting next to him, crying. Um, his girlfriend is Kiara Kilgo Washington. She's begging bystanders for help. Fuck! Stop yelling! Ruggs screams at her at one point in the recording, which shows his damaged vehicle and the Toyota RAV4 com- uh, crashed into completely engulfed in flames. Um, prosecutors say Ruggs is flying at 156 miles an hour on his way home in Sin City early Tuesday before crashing into the back of the RAV4, killing Tina Tinter and her dog. Blood alcohol content 0.161, double the state's legal limit. The clip pans around and shows Tinter's car raging on fire in the background. There's people everywhere with their cell phones out. For once, I mean, you know, you see people doing that and they, you know, there's nothing they can do for her. This is before any cops or EMT have gotten there. Um, the woman is heard off camera yelling, someone, please, can you, can you, uh, can you get help? The clip shows a witness telling a cop the man involved in the crash is Ruggs, who owns a $1.1 million home in a, a neighborhood not far from the scene. That's Henry Ruggs right there, the man said. He plays for the Raiders. Kilgo Washington screamed that Ruggs ha- had been knocked unconscious, even though Ruggs can be heard sobbing in the background. Several witnesses are also seen with their cell phones out as Kilgo Washington keeps pleading for aid. Can you get help? She said. They're coming. They're coming. One man replied. He later said, the guy was uh, said, they're coming. They're coming. When the cops show up, he points and says, it's their fault. Police said Ruggs uh, was spotted elsewhere partying. They said that actually when he hit the car, he was down to 127 miles per hour. He then yelled at the cops as he refused to take sobriety tests. The woman underwent surgery Tuesday, uh, Tuesday for a uh, severe arm injury. Um, she had uploaded footage of uh, rugs at Top Golf the day before. God dang it! Just like that, holy crap! Um, he was released on bond. Hundred fifty thousand dollar bond. He will be in front of a judge on November tenth. Holy crap. More on that. Uh, the last thing you want to do at something like this, first of all, the whole world hates Henry Rugg third. I mean, if you win the asshole of the day two times in a row, that's saying something. Really doesn't happen that often. Even Bleeding Heart Brian, I don't even think he did that. Okay? Public enemy number one, I don't even think did that. I know a lot of you think I could be the asshole of the day today. But again, I'm just the messenger. I didn't do anything to you. I didn't, I didn't have anything to do with the mandates. Nothing. You, I cannot be blamed for that. I'm just happy about it. Can't a, can't a girl be happy with the news? Is this the next thing you're going to tell me I can't do is be happy with the news? Jeez. This is all good news. Don't rain on my parade. God. Anyway. Uh, some dude named Kadarius Tony for the New York Giants. He's right there with Derek Carr. 
Derek Carr, these, these, these people are stupid. You know, there's, there's very few NFL players who are intelligent. Okay, the, these guys aren't on the football team because they're smart. Virtually none of them. The, the handful of the ones that are, are the best. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. These are smart people. That's how they've been able to do what they've been able to do for this long. It isn't just ability. I mean, look at Aaron Rodgers. Smart man. Why? Because he lied. Of course he lied. If you don't want to take the fucking vaccine and they say, have you been vaccinated? You, you lie. You say, yeah, I, I, I applaud the lie. That was a great lie. That was worth it because he didn't have to t- uh, get the vaccine and he got to play football and he made all his money. Now he's pissed off because the word came out that, uh, that he wasn't vaccinated. So it's kind of bad, but everybody will forget that when he comes back and wins five more games in a row. You see, he's smart. Derek Carr of the Raiders is stupid. You can, you can have sympathy for Henry Ruggs III, even as much as that sounds crazy, but you don't have to tell everybody about it. This idiot, and he's a, he's a big-time holy roller. He's like Tim Tebow light. He rushes to the microphone and says, I just want to give Henry Ruggs some love. I just want to, no one will love Henry Ruggs III, so I'm going to go love him, and I don't care what anybody has to say about him. You idiot. Now is not the time to announce that you, you know, you're going to help take care of the guy who should be charged with murder. You idiot. Shut up. Can't get out of your own way. This dumbass. Kadarius Tony is not much different. Um, Tony is a rookie f- um, for the for the Giants. It's actually pretty good. Amidst sending his prayers to all the families involved in the horrific accident. Yeah, you just gotta leave everything with the rugs alone. You you just gotta. You, if you're an NFL player, you just gotta say, I cannot believe. A life was snuffed out so quickly. God rest, uh, whatever the young lady's name who died. I should probably know it, but it hasn't really been publicized that much. I've only read it like twice, so give me a break. Tony shared words for those ridiculing rugs for his actions. Now, everybody that's listening to this show, I mean, um, Everybody uh, has uh, nothing good to say about Ruggs. Everybody hates Henry Ruggs III. Uh, and, and he should be hated, frankly. Dumb shit writes, we young. Everybody make mistakes. Can we just get an NFL player to write not like that? Can it just say, we are young. Everyone makes mistakes. Why does it have to be, we young. Everybody make mistakes. Why does it always have to read that way? Why can't you just write it down in English? I'm so sick of that. You may not speak English, but can you write it? We young... Everybody make mistakes. Y'all looking 
at the situation like this or that because, K-U-Z, it ain't y'all. Having so much to say, he know he messed up. Don't drag him for it. That's goofy to me. Just pray for the families involved. Okay. There you go. New York football giants. Kadarius Tony can do everything with the football except autograph it. Uh, Tony's take has gotten the uh, Giants leading receiver in some heat. Uh, one person in particular who didn't take too well to it was um, ESPN analyst, former two-time Super Bowl champion, Damian Woody. Um, so he is not happy with Tony, but he writes this. Some of y'all youngins don't believe in accountability is the problem. You know, I want to I wanna support you, Damian Woody, but again... English, motherfucker, do you write it? A person was killed because of a B-slash-C of a terrible decision, Woody tweeted in response to Tony. So I'm I'm with you, Damien, but it just just looks messy. You don't have to write how you speak. You can actually write a normal sentence. Fuck. Hmm. So there you go. More on this shit show. What a disaster. Horizon Hydroponics, in addition to Bennett Flooring, invites you to bang on their door if you're growing anything indoors. Horizonhydroponics.com, H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com. They can ship their products anywhere in the U.S. and save you 10%. For orders $250 and more, uh, I want you to use the coupon code Zane Show at checkout and you will save 10%. Also, if you're local, you can order it and pick it up. They've got four local uh, locations Alpine and Grand Rapids, Byron Center, Lansing, and Kalamazoo. Thank you to my friends at uh, Horizon Hydroponics. While I'm at it, my policy shop insurance. Thanks to my friends at My Policy Shop Insurance. Buyinsurancehere.com is the website that you go to. Fill out the form. Uh, Cardiff would want to get insurance since he's no doubt self-employed for uh, in, under the uh, marketplace guidelines, healthcare.gov. I can see you, Cardiff. Healthcare.gov. And uh, Frank Fuss will help you out with everything you need to know in order to get your insurance appropriately. 616-914-4070 for my policy shop insurance. Thank you, Frank the Tank Fuss. Where's my rate on return sign, Cardiff? And then, of course, Full House Comedy. Fullhousecomedy.com is uh, where you want to go for comedy shows appearing locally. Fullhousecomedy.com. Profit, rate of investment, growth, return. These are all things you can get with the Eric Zane Show podcast. Isn't that right? Election news. First of all, I want to get into the story about, uh, I've been meaning to get into this all all week, and it hasn't happened. Um, and I'm, I'm just glad I'm talking about it now. 
So the the uh, QAnon people, which the extent of my knowledge on QAnon is guy walking through the Capitol, QAnon uh, shaman, and uh, the thought that there is a sex trade uh, going on in the White House or whatever the fuck, and the cabal, and they're going to die, and crazy people, and Q, and Trump, and uh, whatever. Conspiracy theories. The QAnon supporters showed up, and they really showed up, in droves in Dallas this week, um, expecting the return of JFK Jr. Now, this is all fucked up because, okay, uh, if, if JFK is going to rise from the dead, JFK Jr., wouldn't he be near where he died as opposed to where his dad died? So that's weird, but apparently they interpreted something uh, on, online that JFK Jr. was going to um, rise from the dead and actually show up on the exact spot where the on the road where the bullet struck his dad. This dude's been dead for twenty years. When he uh, uh, drew, uh, put his plane into the ocean, whatever the fuck. I don't even know if his body was ever recovered. With his wife, it was horrible. These dummies are like, JFK is going to come back. And then when Trump gets put back into the White House, which is going to happen, they were under the impression, these crazy people, he was going to reemerge along the route in Dealey Plaza. And then they were going to, he was going to then take the White House as the vice president with Donald Trump. Actually believe this. And I think the biggest thing about this is the amount of people that were there. There were a lot of people lining the streets. And in the video, you can hear someone who's on a loudspeaker saying, okay, folks, T-minus one minute, one minute till the big moment. I mean, actually saying that. And these people believe it. And then the idea that, okay, what happens when, when it ends? Because the time passes and JFK Jr. does not return. Do they all just kind of look at each other and go home? Are there any of them going, that's it. This is it. This is the last straw. I no longer believe any of this. No, they still believe it. Because then they said, all right, he is going to reemerge tonight at the big stadium. The Rolling Stones are playing tonight. That's where he's going to be. We got some bad info. JFK Jr. is going to be at the uh, roll at the stadium where the Rolling Stones are. So then they actually went, got into the stadium, and they're waiting for JFK Jr. What a, oh my God. And the thing is, I'm taking a look at all these people. They all look like they're pretty normal. They're, I mean, you would think that somebody's going to take the whole day away from working to do something as crazy as this, that they would look like impoverished. No, these people look like as normal as you and me. How crazy it, how crazy is it that in, in, in our world, I mean, not that far from where you and I are. Okay. In the scheme of the world, these are people who have the same voting rights as you or me. And we can't figure out why we can't get anybody vaccinated is because there's so many people in the world that are like this. That's right, Nick. I'm, putting you in the same category as the as the QAnon people. So sorry. There's that. I love you, but it's a little nutty. Oh my God. So that's exactly what they did. They showed up a ton of people at the exact spot, which by the way, I just started watching, and I mentioned this on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast yesterday. I just started watching a show old movie called Parkland. Not about the school. 
Parkland is about the hospital where all these people wound up dead. Uh, it's a drama documentary about the day Kennedy was killed. And that whole sequence of events between um, the president being wheeled in to the hospital there. And uh, the they did it like shot for shot how it all went down when Kennedy was killed. And my God, talk about an anxiety attack. I have, I have figured out I cannot watch anything that results in either an animal in peril, whether it's a film, a real TikTok video, or even even the uh, videos on the dodo when they say watch a, uh, a scared stray dog malnourished uh, be nursed back to health. Even because at one when I see the nourished malnourished dog, uh, the the uh, I said nourished malnourished the malnourished dog, I get so sad I can't handle it. I have an anxiety attack anytime I see a, a person suffering. I it, I just can't take it. It's it's getting worse by the day. They're sitting there working on JFK with his head blown off, and uh, he's got a heartbeat. They bring him into the hospital. He's got a heartbeat, and all these docs are you're trying to save his life, doing all this shit to him. And then Jackie comes up to the doc and uh, or to the, the lead nurse and goes, here. And she hands him his head, like a big piece of head and a big piece of brain. She's holding on to it the whole fucking time. This actually happened. She goes up to the nurse. She says, excuse me, here you go. And the nurse goes, what? Oh, my God. And the nerf, nurse gets it. The nerf. The nurse gets like one of those uh, metal bulls and goes, oh, yeah, just uh, put it right here. We'll just put it right on him. And he, uh, clink, puts it down in. And she's like, oh, fuck, man. And then uh, finally the priest comes in. He goes, all right, man, I don't think this is going to work. Give him the last rites. And then he goes, all right, uh, the, 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 the lead doc goes, I'm calling it 1 p.m. Oh, my God, it was horrible. You got to see this great, great uh, piece of drama. Zach Efron, Billy Bob Thornton. Um, uh, who's the guy that played WNBC? Uh he played pig pig vomit in the Stern movie. What's his name again? Uh, Paul Reiser. Paul something. Fuck, what is it? WNBC. Fuck. Paul, I'm not, we can't continue the podcast. Kenny writes, quote, it was horrible. You got to see this. Well, some of you aren't grossed out or sickened or have an anxiety attack when, when, when this happens. Uh, uh, Aram says, you talk about shooting deer all the time. I, I don't want to kill the deer. Are you fucking crazy? Paul Giamatti, motherfucker. Love that guy. He's so good. He plays Abraham Zapruder, the dude who shot the video. And by the way, you never see the real footage of Kennedy getting hammered. Um, you just see Giamatti uh, holding it up like the brooder, and then you hear the shots and goes, ah, and then like, oh, what? And then he like freaks and goes, oh my God, they killed him. Oh my God, they killed him. Incredible. So good. All right. I know ADHD today. ADHD today. Um, speaking of election news, this story, I loved this story so much. Oh my God. You see, I'm not a, uh, as we all know, I'm not a Democrat, I'm not a Republican. Uh, I'm not a libertarian. I'm not a green party member. I'm not any of your dumb fuck parties. I am the fucking stone cold truth, motherfucker. So when I see this story about this dude in Jersey 
who just became the highest ranking state Senate um, official, just won an election. Okay. I just love this so much. Oh my God. This dude in Jersey, his name, he is now the New Jersey Senate president. So in the state Senate of New Jersey, massively populated, very powerful state, uh, a blue state. Uh, The guy who's the president of the Senate is a Democrat named uh, Stephen or Stephen Sweeney. Stephen Sweeney was running uh, and then the election just happened on Tuesday. He had one guy who was trying to take his job, a Republican named Edward Durr. Well, in a major upset, because the election election was a big red wave. You heard about uh, the state of Virginia, the governor's race. That was an upset where that dude won. And then the dude, Phil What's-His-Fuck in Jersey, the Democratic uh, governor, he almost lost to the other guy, uh, some Italian dude. But he ended up winning. Um, so the Republicans are probably going to storm the Capitol in, in New Jersey and do stupid shit. But that's neither here nor there. But this guy, um, who now is going to have uh, be able to bend the ear of, this, of uh, Phil What's-His-Fuck, the state... Senate president is now Edward Durr. He won the election. Okay. He spent $156 on his campaign. What? He is now the state's most popular legislator associated with Jersey's Democrat machine. Sweeney was the longest-serving legislative leader in New Jersey history. In June, Sweeney had even reportedly discussed a potential run for governor. But this dude, Durr, who spent less than 200 bucks on the race, has left everybody saying, what the fuck just happened? This guy is a truck driver. He delivers furniture. He just said, I think I'm going to run. And he fucking won. I mean, my God, there's millions of people in New Jersey. How the hell did this guy pull it off? Was the other guy that shitty? I guess so. I love this. Um, He has defeated Sweeney in New Jersey's third legislative district, according to results tally Thursday. I guess this is a, this is a kind of like a lesson to be learned. Don't uh, um, discount anyone when it comes to an election. Boring Dean's sister, okay? Um, As dumb as Dean is, she no doubt is a hell of a lot smarter, okay? Um, She is running for the uh, governor of the state of Michigan. Now, I don't know anything about Dean's sister yet, but I'm damn well going to find out because we've got an election in less than one year. And if Boring Dean's sister also known as Sick Fuck Dean, becomes the governor. How fantastic is that going to be? Now, I can't say whether or not I'm going to vote for but I, I want to hear what she has to say. I will vote. My vote is for sale. Somebody better sell me. Right now, as of this moment, right now on November 5th, 2021, my vote goes to Gretchen Whitmer. 
There. What do you think of that? I'm disappointed in Whitmer. Uh, Though she's lost a lot of her power, um, which bums me out, I'm also disappointed because it seems like she's kind of given up on COVID. All right? Which reminds me, I got an email that I want to read to you. John writes this. Zane, I love the show. I listen every day. I'm usually a couple of days behind, though. A couple days ago, you were discussing the elections and Gretchen Whitmer's sudden change of heart regarding vaccination mandates, etc. When out of the blue, you dropped the haymaker line, quote, wasn't it great when she shut that dumb Polish bitches restaurant down? End quote. The sheer brutality of your delivery caught me off guard and I almost spit my coffee out. I work with her husband and not five minutes later, I could see him stepping out on the factory floor to start his day. Thank God I don't blast the show out loud at work. Just thought I would share this with you. Thanks for all the laughs over the years. Thanks again, John. My pleasure. But getting back to what I was saying, my vote is can be swayed. I haven't seen one person who I think has the, uh, who I would throw my vote for outside of Whitmer. I think she's done a hell of a job, an absolutely amazing job to a point. I'm disappointed she hasn't continued to uh, uh, be a hardliner about COVID. It seems to me like it's, she's doing this because it's an election year. She wants to get reelected. She's letting go of all the things that made her great. And I know you all agree with me. Who could blame her? A bunch of knuckle draggers said they were going to kidnap her and kill her. So I understand. So I think she needs four more years. How many years do you get if you're elected? Two, four, six? I don't even know. You got this stupid chiropractor everybody loves. Fuck that guy. Uh, You got this maniac in Allendale who actually stormed the Capitol on January 6th. Fuck that guy, too. He should be in prison. And then you got boring Dean's sister. Now, I cannot indict her in any way, shape, or form. I know her. I've met her. She's been nothing but good to me. I would love to be able to say that I'm going to vote for Boring Dean's sister. I forget her name. To me, she's just known as Boring Dean's sister. This is legit. Boring Dean's sister is rich as shit. She's got so much fucking money, it's unbelievable. Okay? Dean is the caretaker for the ranch. Okay? That's what he does now. That's why he doesn't have to get vaccinated. All right? Uh, But I want to... uh, know more about Dean's sister. Okay. Now, if I go to her website and it says, I'm all about uh, medical freedom or something like that, I'm going to be like, nope, sorry. Smell you later. Bye bye. So I don't know. Donna Brandenburg. 
Cardiff. Cardiff. In Virginia, we need to stop the. We can hear you now. Go ahead. Steal of the election in Virginia. Uh huh. Well, are you suggesting that uh, that you that the uh, that the other guy won? Is that is that what you're saying? The Republicans and the dotards should not be allowed to run anything. Let's let's look what's happening in Benton Harbor, Michigan right now. There's high levels of lead in the water. That's crazy because of Donald Trump. Okay, so you do not like Donald Trump. No. But I do like Bennett flooring for all my flooring needs. Call Jason at 269-838-8816. Cardiff, I love that. Um, uh, now that you have that uh, uh, well in hand, you have to work in some of the other sponsors at some point. You've got Irvine's Auto Repair. You could talk about, uh, you know, uh, TC Paintball. I mean, the, the list is endless. Well, I'll be at TC Paintball for the big event. But <clears throat> recently... I went to Irvine's Auto Repair to have my 1986 Honda Civic repaired. Oh, how did it go, Cardiff? He tried to punch me in the face. <laughs> Cardiff, that is that is not that is not nice. Oh, uh, well, what? I mean, were you looking like the way you are right now? Is that is that what you what what you look like? So are you going on the record saying that Irvine's auto repair will judge a book by its cover? Uh, well, I need more information. That's all I'll say. Okay. <laughs> okay, Cardiff. Well, the Atlanta Braves won the World Series this week. Yes, they did, Cardiff. Is that good or bad? How about those Tigers? <laughs> uh... They're well. They're they're not anything. They didn't. They were they were horrible this year, Cardiff. Did you know that Michigan makes some of the worst cars in the world? Well, that's ridiculous. Now you see, seriously. I mean, I I do a good enough job pissing people off, Cardiff. Why would you say something like that? This is the uh, Michigan is the head in the whole uh, world for man for uh, manufacturing automobiles. As I said, I drive a 1986 Honda Civic. <laughs> but what I would, what I don't drive is a limousine. So when I need to drive a limousine, I call affordable limousine. Yes, perfect. Well, well done. Now look, I need you to work one more sponsor in at some point, and then we're gonna have to call it a day, Cardiff. So uh, anytime you want to work that in about anything okay. you're talking about, please do. But if your plan doesn't work, change the plan, not the goal. And if your plan is to renovate your home, go to Baldwin Ace Hardware. <laughs> Cardiff, uh, last time we spoke, um, there was a moment when I was laughing and you were laughing underneath the mask. Is that true? Uh, Mr. Zane, I've never laughed at anything on your show. Uh, Cardiff, um, tell me what's coming up on the on the podcast this week. Tell me about the upcoming guests you have on the Cardiff Electric Podcast. Well, coming up on the Cardiff Electric Podcast, uh, 
Um, we're going to talk about profit, ROI, growth, and income. Oh, okay. And how to become more successful in your life. It's like a business podcast is what you're doing now then. I just want to make people more successful because there's a lot of losers out there. Just like the 53 people watching this show right now. 55. 55 people. And the only ones that are losers are the ones that are the ones that aren't vaccinated. Are you vaccinated, Cardiff? Four times. <laughs> You've been vaccinated four times. Wow, that's uh, that's great. Uh, what is your opinion of car? I would suggest <laughs> everyone should get vaccinated. Okay. Um, four times. Uh, Cardiff, uh, in closing, what is your opinion of Carl from Who Are These Podcasts? He no doubt has uh, is opposed to the vaccine mandates. How do you feel about the vaccine mandates? Well, there's only one good thing about Carl. And this is the only good thing about him. When he bought his home, he called Van Dyke Mortgage for his mortgage. Cardiff, you're a you're a genius. That's you got the best rate. <laughs> Carla, and you're saying it wrong. It's Carla and Anthony Cuman. Remember, e- Erica, Carla, Anthony Cuman. I don't work for you. Oh. <laughs> uh, Cardiff, uh, can I would love to work with Jason Meese at Amsoil. It's six one six seven four seven zero two three three. It's Jason Mays. It's Jason Mays. No, it's not. Okay. Cardiff, I'm going to let you go. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, my God. That is, uh, that makes the day so much better. I'm so glad that I was able to do what you all wanted me to do, and that is introduce, reintroduce to you uh, Cardiff for another edition of Thursdays with Cardiff right here on a Friday edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Okay. Um, back to this dude. I, I've completely digressed. The fact that this guy uh, won this um, uh, election in New Jersey and he didn't even spend any money. I, I'm, I'm curious as to how he pulled that off. Sweeney's defeat was unexpected and threw his party's legislative leadership contest into limbo. When he postponed a meeting set for Thursday, Sweeney had been expected to return as Senate president, but who will take over and what margin Democrats will have in the state legislature is unclear. So basically what this means is the new guy is not the Senate president. He just took the seat from the guy, which I can, I I just wish I could be a fly on the wall in Sweeney's chambers when he finds out that this guy, Edward Durr spent less than $200 and, and won the election. Sweeney, um, it says here, has served since 2010 and was responsible responsible for shepherding Governor Phil Murphy's progressive agenda through the legislature, including a phased-in $15 an hour minimum wage, paid sick leave, and recreational marijuana legalization. Durr said that gun rights motivated him to run more than anything else. So that gives you a, uh, an idea of where their mind is in New Jersey. New Jersey people want guns. And so, you know, at a day and an age when every time you turn around, people say less guns, gun violence, we got to ban all guns, we got to do this. In the great state of New Jersey, they're saying, fuck no, we want the truck driver 
to make it so that we have more guns. New Jersey's gun laws are among the most restrictive in the nation. Quote, I guess what motivated me more than anything was I want, I went from my concealed carry, Durr said, and I was told flat out by the local sheriff, don't even bother. And that kind of made me mad. I've never been arrested and I couldn't get a concealed carry. Well, I, I agree with him on there. He should have a concealed carry. My God. $66.64 of the 153 that he spent went to Dunkin' Donuts, he says. Uh, the Sweeney campaign raised over $2.7 million. Wow, this is incredible. This guy wins. It makes me like, Jesus. All, all, I mean, who knows? I mean, he's a truck driver. How, how much uh, acumen on social media can he possibly have? Uh, what did he use to get the word out there? That is absolutely phenomenal. I'm telling you, that gives hope to people like Boring Dean's sister. Well, it also gives hope to the stupid shit in Allendale who stormed the Capitol. He's probably going to win. You know, in Michigan, all you got to say is, if I win, I'm going to kill Eric Zane and anyone else who wants a vaccine. And he's going to win. Because here in Michigan, I am surrounded by idiots, okay? Everywhere I turn, it is all stupid fucks. I, my brilliance is in the minority here, okay? One day, one of these stupid shits is going to take me out. They're going to open the door behind me and shoot me right in the back of the head like fucking Joe Pesci in Goodfellas, and you're going to see it just like how the NFK snuck up on me because I keep proclaiming how stupid all you dumbasses are holy shit cole in colorado springs says more guns ban murder good point sam i am a goon writes it's almost like people are starting to feel like they might have to use the second amendment right for its intended purpose uh-oh i say you can carry a gun if you're vaccinated. That's what I would do. Norm McDonald. Murder is now legal in California. Down to 50 viewers. I hope Cardiff isn't the reason for that. Okay. I would love to help your business. I've got four that I'm working on right now. Who are they? Um, I can't say. I shouldn't even go on there. But I, I can help your local business. Look, I've got uh, all these sponsors that you see circulating on the uh, Twitch live stream. And, uh, well, that's what I've done for nearly three years. Um, put local sponsors in front of people. It doesn't even have to be a local sponsor. Some of my clients, like Van Dyke Mortgage, Carl, Carla, and Anthony Cuman can get a mortgage from the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Um, for the rest, I do locally. Why not? It doesn't matter. If you live out of town and you can't support a local sponsor, that's fine. You're still going to hear about it on the free podcast. That's what I do. Just like, as Cardiff indicated, my friends at Bennett Flooring. Now, before I get to them, if you have a local business, just reach out to me. Send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com, and uh, we'll sit down. Have a meeting. I'll tell you how it works. And maybe it's for you. If not, no big deal. Maybe down the road. Maybe sometime later. No pressure. Everything's a handshake deal. 
Nobody pays too much. I can get you into whether uh, on the show whether your budget is extremely tight, or if you're like, "Hey, I got some extra cash. I wanna, I wanna get after this." Uh, I take them all. I've never turned even a one down. Don't be shy. Reach out to me, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. This business uh, is a West Michigan-based business. It will travel to where you are in West Michigan. They won't travel that far, but they will travel far enough in the area. Call or text to see if they will. They will measure the room. Okay, what do you want to put down? I don't know. What do you think? This, hey, vinyl plank would look great here. Hmm. All right, maybe I'll do that. You decide on what you want put down. They put it down for you. Uh, they'll save you a ton of money, okay, because all they're worrying about is putting the flooring down. So that's all that you're paying for, their time and labor to put it in, and they're going to put it in professionally. If you do it, you're going to look like a dick. 616-318-0167 for Bennett Flooring Installation. Rate of return, growth, return on investment. 616-318-0167. If you're looking for a job, buscareers.com. Affordable limousine and party bus. I drive for them. It's one of the best things you can do, whether you want to work just a few hours a week or a bunch of hours a week. If you're driving six days a week, you are making some serious cash. Because you're going to make uh, a great rate, great hourly uh, rate, 18 bucks an hour if you have a uh, CDLB with passenger endorsement. And then on top of that, tips. So you get done with the uh, trip to the Lions game. You're going to pick up a bunch of people. Uh, they're going to drive to the game. They're going to get hammered. They're going to get hammered at the game. They're going to get back into your party bus. You're going to drive them home. They're going to sleep. They're going to wake up and throw piles of cash at you. That is going to take your 18 bucks an hour and put it in the neighborhood of 40 bucks an hour. Holy shit. And while the game was going on, they either had an extra ticket for you to watch it with them, which does happen. Are you sat in there and watch Netflix sleep sitting with the, uh, with, with the shuttle or the charter bus or the trolley or the limousine, whatever. It's a great job. You can do that six days a week and make some serious coin. If you drive for four hours a day, you're going to make more than you would have made if you were driving for 12 hours a day. So you're working smarter, not harder. Uh, that's my friends at Affordable Limousine. Buscareers.com. If you have a CDLB with passenger endorsement, fill out the form. Could be you driving for Affordable. Last but not least. T.C. Paintball. Rick from T.C. Paintball. Rick from T.C. Paintball. I saw him. Uh, he was in the chat here. And uh, Cardiff said he's going to paintball. And Rick said, oh, man, no. Come on. What is wrong with you? November 21. For the Slaughter the Pilgrims Paintball War number 16. I want that house packed. I've got Tyler confirmed, Kevin Kuiper confirmed, the Schaefers, that's four, plus two is six. I've got Gabe the Honduran and his uh, band of Mexicans. I'm counting 14 for that. 
So that puts us at 20. Okay? The tarantula farmer will be in Arizona. That sucks. So we got to fill in that void. I need more of you. Looks like all of you are taking trips. Adam's going to Mississippi. I want you to be at paintball war number 16, the pilgrim slaughter. All right. We're going to dress up Gabe, the Honduran and all the Mexicans. We're going to dress them up as the pilgrims and all the white people are going to be, wait a minute. Yeah. And all the white people are going to dress up like in full Indian dress. Okay. Completely non PC. We're going to get canceled. And then the Mexicans and the Honduran dressed as the pilgrims. This is reverse cancel culture are going to shoot us dressed up as native Americans. We're going to have full video on Twitch of this. It's going to be absolutely, it's, it's the last show I'm ever going to do. It's going to be a complete cancellation nightmare pizza wormhole. The Honduran and the Mexicans are going to get canceled as white people for cultural misappropriation. Terry says he's bringing the whole family. Well, thank God. Someone says they're not Mexicans. They're Hondurans. Well, that's not what Gabe the Honduran told me. Who's who is turn tum seventy one twenty three? Are you one of the crew? Now I'm confused. I was told it was Gabe, the Honduran, leading a band of Mexicans into the facility to dress up as pilgrims. You're gonna love this. Oh my god. Anyway, if you're coming. Uh, Terry, if you're, if you're for sure coming, reach out to me, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I need to know a number and how many are playing Terry. Okay. So put the cigarette out and send me a fucking email or just tell me right now. I'm talking to you. I'll give you this one exception. You can tell me right now, you dumbass. Can we rename this event? The cancellation extravaganza. Dude, it's the true Mexican. Tom7123 says, I, I don't even know what the fuck that means. All right. We've got the asshole of the day to get to on the show. Will Henry Ruggs III win for the third time ever? He's already set a record by winning it twice in a row. It's not easy to do that. My son is getting married at 1.15 today. I cannot wait for that. That that makes me so happy. Um, really, really great. Something to be said for a simple wedding. We replayed the NFK's invasion here. Um, we talked about the mandates and how I am so happy for these mandates. You know, uh, and I'm the only one saying it. I am the only one with the nerve to say exactly what I think. No one has the nerve to do that. I, I guarantee you, you turn on anything. No one will say I'm, uh, I'm no one will say what I've said. No one has the nerve to do that. Everybody who thinks that we should have man, they're all pussies. They don't say shit. They just sit there. Oh, I don't want to offend anybody. No, fuck that shit. If all these knuckle draggers are going to sit there and make a big stink that they, um, about getting the vaccine, I am going to make a stink and say you should get the vaccine. The mandates have made me so happy. 
Oh my God. I haven't been this happy since the day I got my vaccine. I actually got a boner the day I got my vaccines twice. It actually lifted off of the sack and I got one yesterday because of the mandates. I am going to be so sexually aroused. Um, if one of you sends me an email saying that you were forced to get vaccinated and you didn't want to, it's going to make me so amorous. It just got weird, didn't it? Henry Ruggs III, Kadarius, what's his face? He's an asshole. Uh, we had Cardiff on. It was nice. It was nice seeing Cardiff. That the tech issue was really weird. I don't know what's going on with that. It still was weird. It was a delay. Uh, QAnon. Oh my God. Seriously, what the fuck? Um, the trucker wins. Uh, I threw my uh, a, a verbal vote commitment to the almighty Gretchen Whitmer. A great, great lady. Um, she really needs an upper game, though, on enforcing these mandates, though. Seriously, she got to do something. Um, and, uh, well, just a lot in between. Who is it going to be? Who is your selection for the asshole of the day? Uh, let's see. We have a first-time chat. Some person named Parker. Welcome, Parker. Glad you're here. Uh, we got a bot. Me for asshole of the day. Asshole of the day is the government for taking so long to come out with the mandate. You know what? No. Uh, the government is great. They're, well, I, I would say that it took time to come up with a fair one, and this one is fair. In fact... I think the government should be the asshole of the day because it should be if you if you uh, aren't vaccinated, you should just immediately be terminated. That's why they should be the asshole of the day. Uh, Dean says asshole of the uh, day with uh, Nazi propaganda government. Sarah Rukruk Roosh, she's a dumbass. She says, I agree with Dean. Uh, let's see. I don't think you're supposed to get those shots in your penis, Eric, says Terry. I didn't. It was the it was the knowledge that I was getting the vaccine. It just made me aroused. Okay. And then me for the a-hole of the day. Asshole of the day. But I don't know. I mean, I can't say that I've been how have I been assholish, though? I don't, I don't, uh, I don't understand what I could have done that would be assholish. All I did was told you that there is a mandate and that it made me happy. That doesn't make me uh, an asshole, does it? I mean, come on. Uh, I am going to go with uh, the dude who is the football player for the New York Giants who simply said that uh, Henry Ruggs third. Ah, yeah, he made a mistake. That's not making a mistake. Kadarius Tony of the New York Giants. So that's like day three now of having something to do with this horrible story as the asshole of the day. Yeah, I'm not worse than Kadarius Tony. All right, you idiots. All I did was announce that there are mandates coming on January whatever, and you all got to follow those rules or else you're going to get your boss fined. I mean, you wouldn't want that. I mean, think about how you're going to affect the world when you get your boss fined. Dean writes, study history sheep. Look what the Nazis did 
What is that called? Godwin's law? Dean just did the Godwin's law thing. And, and look in the mirror to what our government is doing. Dean is equating your vaccination to keep you alive with that of a, of a group of people that were slaughtering innocent people. Dean is suggesting that the government is slaughtering people. Need I say more about the IQ of audience members of the Eric Zane Show podcast? Need I say more? Example 1A, star, asterisk, asterisk, sick fuck Dean. You're going to get disavowed by your sister with stupid shit like that. She's going to say, hey, I'm running on this platform. You can't be publicly saying that uh, uh, the, the Nazis uh, had it right when or the, whatever the fuck you just said. Oh, my God. That is so stupid of you. What a terrible thing to say. Your sister's going to kick your ass. Jesus. Man, I don't, you can't get out of your own way. Uh, when people start running out of legitimate points, they start calling you a Nazi or Hitler. Yeah, that's that's Godwin's law. Oh, my God. What are you doing? I I didn't say Hitler. I mean, I, I'm intelligent. I, I didn't have to use Godwin's law. Okay? Let's see here. Oh, my God. This dude, um, Patrick, right? Patrick, it says P. Taft. Um, P. Taft is, um, wait a minute, is it is it Parker or Patrick? It's, it's Parker. This is a dude named Parker. Parker is the son of uh, Team Knuckle Dragger at the gym. I met Parker the other day. Not the Parker I mentioned earlier, who I'm not supposed to say his name. Okay. Parker is part of team knuckle dragger. He's a 20 year old dude or 22 year old dude who's joining the Michigan army national guard. Okay. I just met him the other day at the gym and his dad is part of team knuckle dragger. The guy that lifts all the weights and uh, the guy that I shot the video, you know, he was shooting the video when I was lifting the weights. That's Parker. He's here. Holy shit. This is awesome. Oh my God. I tell you what, you keep working out with your dad and you're going to be huge. Because he's got old man strength. He's going to teach you with it. You, you just listen to what he... You know what you got to do, Parker? You got to tell him to work on his fucking calves, though. Have you noticed his calves are so little? He spends all that time on his upper body. I can't remember when I've seen that guy work on his calves or even do a squat. The dude is all... He's top heavy. He's got to work on his lower body. So will you tell him that for me? Because I, I know... Uh, he's probably listening right now. All right. Folks, I'm done, okay? I'm going to head over to Patreon and continue to have a great day. You guys are, are so awesome, okay? This is going to be so great. Uh, uh, let's see. One more comment. Let's see. Dean says, I wouldn't get vaccinated if I work in a company more than 100. Well, don't worry. No one's going to hire you, so that's not a problem. But eventually, we're going to sneak up to you in the middle of the night and let you have it. That's the next thing we're gonna do. After we get up, we're gonna pick up the we're gonna pick up the breadcrumbs and let you have it. Don't worry. Okay, folks, thank you so much. Great day today. Mandate day. I love it so much. Okay, thanks again, folks. Till next time. Bye-bye.
Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.